Welcome to this episode of the Advanced Southwest Iowa LaunchCast. I'm Todd Studer, joined in studio today by Nikki Ferguson, Manager of Entrepreneurial Development at Advanced Southwest Iowa Corporation. And we also have a special guest in studio today. Amy Dillard has a business called Amy Dillard Social Media, and we're going to learn all about it. And actually, I already know a lot about it. We'll talk about uh, my relationship uh, with Amy and, and the things that she does for my business. And also, uh, we're going to learn more about what's happening at Advanced Southwest Iowa Corporation because there is an event coming up this month, Nikki, that I look forward to every year. There is. Obviously, um, budgets are tight this year. So this year, more than ever, we need to try to keep our dollars local and support our small businesses. So something we've done for the past, oh, at least three years is, you know, we have a website um, available for any small business in Council Bluffs. Um, you can have a listing, you can have an ad, you can have whatever you want. It's going to link back to your page or your Facebook or wherever you want it to go. Just And we'll be promoting that all season, trying to get people to spend their dollars here, shop local, drink local, eat local. You'll be getting an email if you haven't. Reach out to me and Ferguson at selectgreateromaha.com and I will get you set up. And then we'll do a business blitz the couple days before Thanksgiving, before Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday, all the things, and deliver some swag from American Express, the Small Business Saturday bags and stickers and all, all the fun, So and as well as do a social media blitz. So a lot of fun. I would encourage everyone to get out and take in some of the small shops that we have uh, in the area because my guess is... You haven't visited them all, all of them yet, and we've got some great stores and, and some great stories as well that you can learn about because I'm sure if you ask the business owner while you're there, they'd be happy to talk to you about it. So uh, that's coming up the Saturday after Thanksgiving. So obviously uh, Black Friday is the day that I sit in my house and <laughs> I want nothing to do with that, but uh, the, the crowds, but then on Saturday, uh, that's the time to go out and visit the local shops. So Absolutely. Please, everyone, everyone Absolutely. Get out and it's do a, that. And there'll be a lot of local stores with their own little events and sales and specials going on. So you can find some of that information on the Celebrate Small website um, What and keep up as their specials are changing. And also, I'd encourage people as you're planning your holiday events and your parties and work events, whatever it is, think of the local businesses where you're getting your catering, you know. Again, Kitchen Council, we talk about it all the time. You have amazing vendors in there. Just try, if you can, to shop local as much as possible because it helps us all in the in the community. So Now, you brought Amy Dillard in the studio today. Amy is a, a social media manager. and a matter of fact, she's my social media manager, so we're going to uh, talk specifics about that, and I think it's going to be helpful. But where did this connection happen? How did you guys get together? It was actually what the October meetup uh, is where we first met, and then we've had a one-on-one -on -one chatted coffee, whatever, and... Yeah, she's just a cool chick, so we need to let people know what's going on and what she's got going. You have a great business, Amy. It really is, and, and you're good at what you do. So uh, let's learn a little bit more about you. Uh, where uh, Where's your history from? Well, thank you, Todd. Thanks for the shout out. Thanks, Nikki, for inviting me. I'm so happy to be here. So yeah, I do content uh, management for social media and strategy and advertising as well for social media. I started about two years ago. So coming from education, always been pretty interested in the marketing, recruiting side of things. So just had an opportunity to kind of jump out there and I took the opportunity to do it. And now I'm here today working with some really cool clients and having a lot of fun. Any surprises after you got started that there's a learning curve involved with anything. So what are some of the things that maybe you learned later that you didn't know right in the beginning? Oh, that's a good question. 
I think I learned a lot more about Instagram after I got into it. There's a little tricks to the trades that you might not know once you're getting in there um, about the algorithms, about how how reach works. So there's just kind of a lot that goes into more in Instagram, I think, than Facebook. And most of the social media platforms I work is strictly meta. So if I'm doing social media management, it's usually for Facebook and Instagram. Well, and something that I've talked with people about before when it comes to these places, it's not like there's someone sitting in an office deciding, okay, this post is going here and this post is going here. And they're they're not micromanaging it that way, even though people kind of feel like that's happening to them. It's not. Like you said, it's an algorithm. So if there's an algorithm, there's a way to work inside of that and be able to take advantage of it. Sure. Absolutely. Um, one of the biggest things I guess, that I try to get across to my clients is authenticity. So gone are the days of the very polished Instagram grids and everything looking like filtered and beautiful. And that really makes people so nervous to get started on social media because they they have that image in their head and they they think that they can't live up to that. But that's not what what people want anymore. Your audience doesn't want that anymore. Your audience wants who you are authentically and organically. Um, so it's actually much more easier to get started than it was prior. Like you don't even need professional photo shoots anymore, really. That's a difficult thing to actually wrap your head around, though, because we're all conditioned to put our best foot out there. But what I have discovered is I care about that a whole lot more than anybody else does. You know, I is my hair just the way it needs to be or am I regardless of what it is? I'm much more concerned about that, whereas you said, people just want to see me. If I'm putting up videos on social media or we're putting up pictures or whatever we're doing, that's where the key is. People want to connect with brands on Facebook and Instagram. Meta did a study. Um, A lot of the younger generations are looking to communicate and learn more about brands on social media. So the more that you can put a face to your business, the more that you can connect with others. I would think also that with what it is that you do, it's not as if someone, I mean, someone can spend the time and try to do all of this themselves. But where you come in is that, and and helping me, I can now spend my time doing other things that, because what you do, the social media side of it takes some time and you have to invest part of your day into that. I don't have to worry about that anymore. Absolutely. That's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up. So it does take time. It's kind of intimidating for some people. The best thing that you, actually the first thing that you need to do is have a social media strategy. What is the message that you're trying to get across, right? So if you know that, then you can start creating content. And that's really the starting point. Um, I work with people on all, I guess you would say, on all ends of the social media spectrum. So, you know, maybe you've never really done social media or just have it so you can see pictures of your grandkids or maybe you're pretty fluent in social media. You just don't have time to do it. You don't have time to create the content. So I'm willing to meet anyone where they're at with their social media and help them get where they need to be and discuss their goals and how we can get there. Where do you stand on separating your personal page from your business page? I think you should always have a business page. And the reason why I'm saying that just flat out dry is because social media platforms have policies about that, right? So if you're posting a lot and trying to sell something on your personal page, you might get shut down and then you might get in Facebook jail. (laughs) (laughs) And you don't want that to happen. So 
and there's a lot easier ways to understand what's happening with your social media if you have a business page because you can see a lot more insights on who's liking your page, how much reach you're getting with a certain post, what are people really connecting to. You really want those insights on the back end so you can filter out what's really connecting with people and then start posting more of that. Additionally, I think as far as like sharing personal things on social media, if you're the face of the business, I think it's okay to share some things on social media, especially my advice always is if you want to share something quick and personal, share it on a story because it's not going to stay on your grid, right? Um, If you're going to share something informational, educational, entertaining, put it on your feed. So that means like just a regular post. See, these are things that I don't even think about Mm -hmm. that, you know, because there is a difference as to where you post something inside of one specific site. It, um, I just put stuff up there and and move on with my life. And and these are some of the things that you have had to weed out of what it is that I do. And and because the first time that you and I sat down and and visited about it and you started talking about algorithms, I thought I understood them. I found out I don't. Uh, There's a lot more that goes into it that and, and ways to make sure that what you're posting shows up and also not driving home too hard. I mean, these are not TV ads. Exactly. You know, and that, that's where the auth- authenticity part comes in. You know, it's the creating the relationship, the no like trust. So if you're posting content so people get to know you, people get to like you, people get to trust you, then you've done your job right there, right? Well, and that's, we talk about it many times during this podcast that, and then I've spoken with other business owners that it's about building relationships and it's a cliche anymore, but it's something that you need to focus on that understanding that you can't fake that if if you're trying to fake building a relationship with a client they're going to know it and it's not going to be nearly as successful so and that goes into like the social media management part so todd you're not always going to be available to respond to a comment or a message right mm-hmm. but we shouldn't be letting comments and messages going unliked or unresponded to because we want people to know that we're hearing them, that we're seeing them, and that we appreciate that they are commenting or sending us a message. So that's where social media management come in, where I come in, is to make sure that people are being responded to and that relationship can start to develop. Because if the more questions they ask and the more responsive to them you are, then that's where the trust starts coming in. And that's when they'll like you, follow you, or even take the next steps to take things off of social media to in-person purchases. So yeah. Is is there much difference between, let's say you're working with a client that has a tangible product that they sell versus like me, I sell a service. Is there, is there a big difference where you are concerned with uh, managing those sites or is there kind of a universal universality to it? That's not the right word, but we'll get it figured out. There's difference between selling a service and selling a product on social media because you can link directly to products on social media and it's a great way for people to see your things um, and get them quickly and present them visually. Instagram is great for, and Facebook, they're all great for like photography, but that's a service, but visual things, but anything that you can show how they work, this is how you use it, you know, this is what it looks like when it's sitting on your nightstand, whatever. It's a great way to show people um, the different versatility of the products that you have. And then just the direct-to-consumer piece is so advantageous because it's not just someone finding your website on Google. You're actually connecting to customers targeting your audience based on the content that you're making. You're searching for, you want a certain type of client, a certain type of customer. So you're making content that attracts them 
It's called attraction marketing. And then they come to you when you're posting on social media. So you don't have to do all the back end selling. But obviously with the service, when you're working with someone personally, when you want to get to know them a little bit more, there's a little bit more of a nuance on between posting a product and posting a service, right? How much continual training do you have to do for yourself in order to stay up to date with whatever the latest thing that Facebook or Instagram might be doing? Because I notice when the, when the site changes, does that mean the algorithm changes at the same time? No, it doesn't. I mean, it does update, but to answer your question, every day. I'm in there every day making sure that I understand what's going on, researching trends, listening to the social media gurus that obviously I follow on social media. And you can follow me too, Amy Diller Social Media. <laughs> little plug. Um, <laughs> That's why you're here. So please plug away. So just making sure I have my ear to the ground and understanding what's working and what's not, what other people are experiencing, that's been really helpful with making my clients more successful. Well, walk us through then if you sit down with someone new that, and maybe they're not even sure if they want to hire a social media manager, what's that process like for them when uh, you first meet them and, and you start learning about what it is that they do and how you can help them? That's the best part is learning about them and what they do. Um, I offer free consultation, so I am willing to sit down with anyone to just discuss them. Everyone has a story. Everyone has something valuable to offer, and it's just getting to that point with them for them to find it in themselves. They're like, oh, yeah, I guess I do do this, or I can do that, or, yeah, it is real. I, what I do is really great because of this. So it's a consultation session is more about um, getting to know the person, what they have to offer differentiation in the market, what's different about you than this other person that does the same thing. That's really important on social media to niche down your audience, as well as your overall goals. How is social media going to help you with your other marketing efforts, right? We want them to be seamless. We want them to, to support your other marketing efforts if you have any. And then your business goals, like, well, how do you want to reach people in different areas? What's your target audience? Um, so we go over a lot of that. And then I, based on that, then I write up um, a summary of suggestions and tips and then just some copy and ideas of how they could reach their audience. And then if they choose to move forward, that'd be great. But if not, you know, I'm always there to answer questions or just say hi or have a coffee. That's cool. So do you stick pretty much with local clients or do you have people that are out of the area since everything is electronic now? Yes. So do you have people that are outside? So you're not sitting down for coffee. Right. So, I mean, I have most of my clients right now are in the area. I do have the ability to help them remotely. There's a little bit different workflow with that because I'm not there to help them take pictures, videos, to see things that happens every day in their space. But I definitely am available to meet remotely with anyone um, that's interested for sure. Now, you talked about the, we've been talking about social media management, but you also help with content creation as well. Yes. So is that is it a fairly balanced 50-50 kind of thing or is it um, more one way or the other? I think content is most of it. And I think too also is helping my clients and the people who are working, I'm working with in their business, understand how that content is working and then what you do after the content, right? Where's the conversion after you talk to someone on social media? How do we get them off of social media and in your front door, right? So those conversations are also really important to have. So it's, it's consulting, it's training, it's content creation, 
And then also on the back end, it's like a lot of analytics. Is it easier for you when you're working with your own content versus maybe someone shot their own video? I don't think it matters as long as they're pretty tech savvy, not even tech savvy, but understand framing a little bit on pictures, understand how large an image can or can't be, understand how loud they they need to talk. Um, When they're doing a video, I can work with anything. Um, I just had a client that sent me a minute and 35 video of her sprinkling glitter on her floor as she was like doing her base coat, like she was going to epoxy it. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't very exciting to watch, but I can take that video and I can make cuts and add music and sound effects and text that shortens it up, but also makes it a little bit more visually interesting. So I can work with what you give me. Well, let me pass along a tip that I have learned for anyone who wants to shoot their own video. Invest in an outboard mic. You don't don't use the one that's on your phone, especially if you're 10 to 15 feet away. It's very difficult to be able to get the audio to sound good. So it's important to project, and you probably already know this because of the business that you've been in for so long, but, you know, say it with your chest, say it with your gut, right, to make sure that you're being heard on the video. And then just one of those wireless adaptable mics that you can get off Amazon for like 20 bucks. Those are really great. Yeah. And those just work in the wind too. Yep. They've got uh, lapel mics uh, yes. or I, I have what's called a shotgun mic, which actually mounts to the top of my tripod, which I've used before as well. It's not quite as effective as what I feel a lapel mic is, but yes. and these are just some tips for anyone who's shooting their own video. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So if you don't have it, I can come to you with it. Or, you know, if you want to do it on your own, you can. Well, all of this is some great tips, uh, Amy. We really appreciate you coming in and uh, letting us know. Um, but before we let you go, Nikki, what do you have? I have a question, actually. Oh. Um, Please. I, I would like to join the conversation. Hi, um, <laughs> Nikki. How are you doing over there? I'm doing great. I'm really, this is, I love, I love listening to, you know, you guys talk about what you do. And it's awesome. That said, something I have been trying to kind of beat into, let's say, my board members and things of that nature when we as advance are putting out content and they're oh, I saw that and it's like well then why didn't you share it why didn't you like it why didn't you comment oh can you Nikki. to the impact as we're mindlessly scrolling through our instagram i am very guilty of it myself every night that's my pre-bed like let's watch some reels and just lose all requirement to think really but how important is that if we are it following is these so people? so important. So I work with a client that has a sales team and I text them every time I post something so they can share it to their own profiles, their personal profiles, and they can like it. That helps with the algorithm, guys. And that was obviously I could have said that when you asked about algorithm. It's important. If you want to support something, if you believe in something, if you like something, it costs zero dollars to share it. Yes. That, <laughs> zero dollars. That is another thing we have <laughs> over the course of, you know, Celebrate Small, Shop Local, all the things before Small Business Saturday. That's one thing we've tried to – if you – I'm a man and it's a, a woman's undergarment shop. Okay. And I don't have a significant other – whatever. I have no reason to go – it's just I'm not their demographic. I still support this business. I know this person. Whatever the case is, how important it is. Just give them a follow. Give them a like comment anything, you can still help them almost as much as going in and buying. Even if you're not maybe a customer of what they're selling, you can be a promoter of the person selling it, right? Yes. I can say, you know, maybe I don't do a podcast. 
not that I'm not, I probably will. But <laughs> <laughs> but I can still say, wow, Todd does an amazing job. I can vouch for who Todd is as a person, right? Absolutely. So, so I'm not I've I've not been lying to people saying no. you can make a difference. <laughs> so you can definitely make a difference with that like button and that sh- sharing more importantly right. because that helps with reach. And once that reach gets going, guys, then the algorithm recognizes it. And it pushes out to people who aren't followers. And that's where you get, that's where that business gets exposure and maybe even new followers. So yes, sharing content and sharing content for people that you support is very important. Thank you for mentioning that. Absolutely. Thank you for validating me running my mouth thinking I know what I'm talking and about. And just uh, as an example of what it is that you're talking about, and this is just something that I did on my own just as an experiment. You know how Facebook is and they tell you whose birthday it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So... When it was my birthday the last time, and, and I've done this for two years, but the previous year I just let it run. And I'd had uh, somewhere between 30 and 40 birthday wishes, which is fine. Now, I'm, I'm way overconnected. I have, I think, 3,500 people on, on Facebook. Wow, most, Todd. Most, most of which I don't know. <laughs> uh, and I artificially rose those numbers uh, because, as it turns out, uh, voiceover people and radio people all love attention. So send them a friend request. I don't care who you are. They're going to reply. Uh, nice. Anyway. <laughs> so everybody go out and start liking and following and sending messages to voiceover people. and Voiceover people and radio people. And they'll follow and you back. They will. Okay. I, I guarantee you they will. Uh, however... Two years ago, I tried something, and not only did I hit the like button on every birthday wish that I got. Well, that was nice of you. <laughs> I also commented back, just telling them thank you. Uh, appreciate, you know, the, the and, and I did this for everyone that came in. The numbers rose to close to 500. Are you kidding me? I'm not. And because what happens is... As I'm doing that, every time that I click that like button or every time I'm, and, and the comment is an additional connection, it triggers the algorithm. Yes. And Facebook starts to look at that as, oh, this is, this is popular and we need to get this out in more places. So more people started to see that it was my birthday and more people started to wish me happy birthday. And I commented on those and it turned out I just completely lost my birthday because I was doing nothing but commenting on <laughs> social media. So I can relate that to actually a practice to help with reach that you can do on your social media posts. Um, It might sound a little thirsty, but if someone likes your posts, you can comment them on the bottom and say, hey, SR77, whatever, Mm -hmm. thanks for liking my post. And then that also helps with reach and engagement as well. So. And when you tag them, it also connects to their yes. connections. It, yep. it's, this is how the game works. And this is why it takes time to properly manage your social media, which is why Amy Dillard is so good at what she does. So that's, Thanks, Todd. Well, this is, this is why we're here to uh, celebrate uh, what you've accomplished so far and the achievements of your clients as well, because you're helping them. I know you're helping me, so I appreciate everything. I love doing so it, so all day, every day, man. <laughs> she is Amy Dillard, and her business is Amy Dillard Social Media. Do a search. You'll find her. <laughs> it's just that simple. Uh, you find all of her contact information, and I'm sure that she would love to be able to sit down and uh, learn more about your business. Also, Nikki Ferguson, Manager of Entrepreneurial Development at Advanced Southwest Iowa Corporation. Thank you for your time and for just the stream of folks you bring in for me to meet. 
this is one of the favorite things that I get to do every week. So thank you. I agree completely. And yes, we th- thank you, Nikki. <laughs> and we thank you for listening to the Advanced Southwest Iowa Launchcast. We uh, release new episodes every week. So until next time, take care.